All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, Brent Wallace, Jason York, Bobby Ryan joining you for coming in hot. Uh, Just like Christmas, the Ottawa Senators losing streak is over. It's over. It's over. (laughs) Start planning the parade. <laughs> Size up the rings, eh, Bob? Remember that? Right, win a couple I games. Just, hang on, we just needed a little positive. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> win a couple games, and they're after a long losing streak. The boys in the room would yell, "Size up the rings, boys! Size them up! Let's go plan the parade. Where are we going?" Can I'm just imagine? excited the fact that I get to write this coffee off because I'm at a coffee shop here in uh, in Georgia. <laughs> I, I had to work pretty hard to get this one off, guys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, got, I saw the text. I saw the text. Bobby's Bobby's not hiding in an underground bunker like he looks like with a black plain background (laughs) but he is trying to get his he's doing his best to get his full uh, week of work in so good for you we appreciate it employee of the month (laughs) gotta get the shirts on (laughs) hey I'll tell you what um, York and Wally excuse me can relate to this because I got in last night um, later than we wanted to and I had a carload of stuff. So I sent you guys a text at 3.15 in the morning saying, it's going to be a tough one, boys. I'm going to try to be there. But we, we got in and being like your uh, Wally, we unpacked everything, unloaded everything, put everything in a house that has no furniture in where it's supposed to be, got in the bed at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I said, it's going to be a tough morning. It's going to be a tough morning to try and get this one okay. going. <laughs> All right, ex- but, okay. but I'm here. I'm losing track, Bob. So you live, <laughs> you, you live in Nashville. Yep. You have a great spot in Nashville. You still own that place, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just why moved into in, that place. <laughs> why are you in Georgia right now? 
because I have a place here too. Why not? <laughs> is this where you? This is the is other half you, of the world live. Is this where you winter? Is this where you this, winter? This is where I weekend. <laughs> and you got the golf. You got the golf membership, and that you got the golf membership. You gotta have a golf membership in Georgia, right? Six courses. Yeah. Yeah. What? Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Six right. courses. When's yeah. the member guest? I'm inviting myself. I'm gonna pull a wall and invite myself. There's six of them. I can use a high handicap. Come on down. <laughs> okay, let's go. I love Georgia. <laughs> it's a good spot. Yeah, we're we're out in the country a little bit, but it's it's beautiful down here. So it's I love it. Uh, legit, like the first night in the house last night. So air mat, think air mattress and mm -hmm. disposable plates. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, but well, I'm here you, for you, you guys. Got, I'm here. If I'm, you, up, I'm up. If you have multiple places, especially a place, you have to say it. Mm -hmm. Muffy and I, we winter in Georgia. You got to say it. With ascot. The old guy ascot on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I I don't think you get away with that in the deep south. <laughs> oh yeah, no, eh? they they sniff you, they sniff you out in a hurry. No, we're in country-born territory. <laughs> oh, I love uh, the I I love I love that part of the U.S. Man, the people are so friendly, eh, Bob. They're just great. They are. Yeah, yeah. They're. Uh, I, I'm still new here, but it's yeah, they're phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Shows well, it'd be tough to start calling them out, and you're sitting in the middle of the coffee shop. <laughs> true, very true, very true. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll be in my office in a in a lawn chair. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. Um, love just it. checking. Both of you had a good Christmas. Before we move on, just say yes. We'll be done. Yes, yes, phenomenal. <laughs> yes, had a great time. I had the kid. I had the kids for ten straight days, so I'm going to sleep for the next four. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, Yorkie, you have a good time. Oh, you're. By the way, I called bylaw on your home. I don't believe Why? it was built to code on your gingerbread house. Oh, the gingers! Oh. Yeah, that's the. I did uh, call. I called bylaw to come check it out. That is a York tradition now. Third year in a row, we do the gingerbread uh, uh, building contest. Four house, four houses, lots of fun. Um, yeah, my wife loves. She loves that. She loves Christmasing things like that. No, it's good. Did that. Do the, we do, we celebrated Christmas on the on the twenty fourth this year because my daughter now has uh, her in laws she has to go over to too so we have to split it up so we did we did the presents on the twenty fourth okay and uh, Bobby uh, since you have the youngest kids what time were you up Christmas morning did you have you had was, the kids Christmas it, morning yes I did it wasn't bad uh, six forty five not bad oh. and and my little guy didn't want to get up he didn't care it was Christmas he slept with me and. Could have cared less. My daughter came in running all excited, and he was like, nope. <laughs> so, yeah, we got out of bed about 7.15. Hey, wow. That's pretty yeah. impressive, Bob. Hey, um, yeah. Wally, your favorite movie, how many times are they going to have Elf on TV? Every single time I put oh. the television on, it's on. Mm -hmm. It's because it's the greatest movie ever made. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. I can't. I can't stop thinking about you now when I see the movie because you are Alf's dad, that grumpy old guy. Oh man, it's on the naughty. He's on the naughty. Every... He's on the naughty list. Remember, he's on the naughty list. Walter Hobbs. That's you. So every cranky lead actor or whatever, you're just gonna. That's me. 
if he's over 40. <laughs> Every drill sergeant. You're a 60-year-old man, by the way. 60-year-old man. Uh, can we get on to the uh, the show? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> by the way, I rewatched our Christmas show. <laughs> that Christmas show was outrageous. I watched it. I was even laughing after that one. That was pretty good. Uh, it was a good show. You had uh, you had some comments. You got some stuff going on the uh, Twitter machine. I guess the X machine. Um, the X machine. You are very big in your gifts these days, and I'm not different. gifts because I didn't get a gift. But you do send a lot of gifts. I got you the gift. I got that homemade sweater I made. It's yours. I'm gonna drop it off. <laughs> People want to buy it. I know. We might have to raffle it off or something like that on our next show. A little holiday raffle. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, all right. Let's yeah, move cool. on. Okay. So, big win for the Sens. Uh, Jacques Martin gets his first win. By the way, it was brought up in the show. I should have t- or brought up at the game. I should have tweeted it out earlier. Jacques Martin's first game. I, w- I was looking up his first game at home when he coached. His first game coaching the Sens in his first, re- uh, first go-round was against Pittsburgh. And so he lost that game, but he got the win this time. So he gets revenge over the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Although not very easy. They had the one nothing lead, and they had a 3-1 lead, and a 4-2 lead, I think. Oh, yeah, and then they hung on to win 5-4 in overtime because Pittsburgh just caved them in in the third period. Yeah. Um, hey, how bad is Pittsburgh? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, I, get, I know they're old. Makes them slow, yeah. I guess. But you've got Sydney, who's playing fantastic, and you guys good. still can't do anything. That power play at one for seven is horrendous. Horrendous. They just yeah. don't have the right mix right now. Um, how, how, how's Latang feeling right now, Bob? How's Latang feeling right now? Like I love Carl, but he's been yeah. there, man. He's been their guy, won all those cups, and he's yeah, get on the second power play, bud. You're good. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty pissed. I'm guessing <laughs> he's, he's not happy. <laughs> um, and and how can you be happy when you're? I, what's their overall percentage now? Um, because in that game, it was, abom- it was abominable. It was, oh, man, they were bad. But um, they, they yeah, are they, a very you know bad hockey team. They got, well, they took over in the third, though, right? They took over. So you saw a team that's used to winning or has a winning pedigree take over, for me anyway, um, and got and climbed back in the game. But they just, man, nothing looks good. Nothing they're doing is right. So a win is a win, and you don't critique it. Uh, but we're going to anyway. <laughs> so, uh, 27th on the power play. Um, yeah, horrific, but they horrific. do. But regardless of all that, we can say, well, Ottawa barely hung on and did this or did that. Sure. They still got the win. And I got I got to think of how good that feels. Not just before Christmas, obviously, but boy, oh boy, a lot of stuff has gone on over the last six games. And for them, they've had leads in five of them to finally mm. just pull out a W. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Well, they got home, home ice, right? They they a little more comfortable, and yeah. it, was a, it was a pretty skilled play in the third, and in, in, excuse me, in overtime, pretty skilled three on three play to make that happen. Shouldn't have happened. It should have been. It should have been going the other way on a two on zero. If you're if you're check if I'm checking there and I'm the last guy back there, like if yeah, that would have been a two two on zero, three on zero, and all the Pittsburgh guys were cheating too. <laughs> That's the thing. They, they they do those things. Pittsburgh does the things that Ottawa was, was doing throughout the first 20-some games of the season. You're 50-50 puck. You're already gone, hoping it's going your way. But 
just to go back to Pittsburgh again about their team, Malkin's been a great player, Con Smythe, Hall of Fame career, but you look where he's at in his game right now. When he gets the puck, he's still great, but it just goes to show you, if you have one of your centers that cheat the game, it's pretty, it's pretty tough to win in the NHL, and he cheats. Like, he cheats, he cheats all over the ice, and that's the tough part if you're the coach. How, how, how do you... How do you correct a guy like that that's whatever he is now in his mid-30s? He's won. He's always played that way. But the game's changed now. You can't you can't have guys that are hope the puck goes their way because it just it makes winning that much tougher. If Denny Malkin is 37 years old, by the way. Yeah, 37. So I don't blame him for cheating. Like it's to play it to play. Well, Bob will tell you to play a hard, if you're playing between 18 20 minutes a night. And you're playing center. It's very tough to play a two-way physical game when you have the puck on your stick that much because you expend a lot of energy holding guys off like he does, and then to play defense too. It's very tough. And obviously, that's, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't play any defense. Yeah, now now he's at the point too where you're getting you're getting to the age where those things get magnified a little bit. I think as you're getting older and you're not putting up a hundred points, you're putting up seventy. Right, still pretty. Tough. Pretty good player offensively. Still pretty good. He's still friggin' nice. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not playing a 200 game, it gets magnified, especially when you're losing in, it's compounding. It's uh, interesting you bring up Pittsburgh's power play. I want to get to uh, Ottawa's penalty kill in a sec. So before we do that, let's take care of uh, some business. Uh, First of all, the show happily uh, jeweled by, bedazzled by uh, Charm Diamond Centers, proudly Canadian owned and operated since 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. Super knowledgeable. Not sure what to get? Go see the staff at Charm Diamond Centers and they will help you get custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. Don't forget, guys, Valentine's Day, not that far away. Uh, Holidays are here. It's the perfect time to check out a large selection of Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. And as always, our show is brought to you by our friends at BEI, heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. So when planning your next project, consider them for your aggregate, aggregate excuse me, supply needs, all things, equipment rentals, hot mix paving, custom crushing and screening. Uh, you can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. Um, Yorkie missed a great chance to plug these guys yesterday. Oh, <laughs> you absolutely blew it, but- Very yeah, disappointed. But, uh, as always, slow down the construction zones, and uh, thank you to our good friends at BEI. Uh, and also, uh, by Battlegrounds Axe Throwing, it's safe, it's fun, it's a great for a party, event, or just something to do. Requires no practice. Come to Battlegrounds Axe Throwing Facility, and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. Fun for the family as well. 12 kids and up can uh, throw with a guardian. Book your holiday party now and snag exclusive break week rates. They're on now until uh, December 29th for 15% off. To find a location uh, or to book an event, go to battlegrounds.com, B-A-T-L grounds.com, 2615 Lancaster Road. And now, time for our hot or cold performer, brought to you by DoorDash. Um, Don't stress about long lines right now or any of that nonsense with all the holiday shopping that uh, people returning stuff and get just sit on your couch and order. Uh, Even the last minute stuff, finding the perfect gift uh, has never been easier. Open the DoorDash app and choose what you want from where you want. With a double dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees so everyone gets what they need. 
For a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store. Enter code NATION25. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change. Terms apply. Gentlemen, the cold performer today. Ottawa's penalty kill, 31st in the league. At home, they're 26th on the road. Oh, yeah, they're on the road today. 32nd overall. And by the way, the Sens are tied with the 2017-18 Habs for the worst road PK in the last 30 seasons. That's tough. Something <laughs> needs to change. That's, that's ice cold. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know who's taken it. I still think Capuana is probably doing the penalty kill now, right? Alfie's taking the power play, isn't he? I, I, well, you know I what? He was a good penalty think, killer, too. Let him yeah, take I that, think, too. I think I thought I heard that that uh, that Ben Sexton's getting a little bit of roll, a little bit of. He might be running the PK right now. Well, they, you'd think they'd have to switch if, yeah, if, if, something. Yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna the power the, the penalty kill was was bad before they made the coaching change. So I think that was kind of Ben Sexton's game too. He's a grindy guy when he played, right? Hardworking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably knows I, how to block the shots. They're at the point where they should just try to score. <laughs> decline it? just go, decline. everybody go yeah everybody go north no no you can't you can't, you can't decline you can, we used to say that when the power play remember the power play if you're on a team when you're going out on the bad power play just decline it boys decline the power play you don't want it <laughs> been there. Uh, okay been unfortunately there. you can't um yeah it's I, it's you know uh, what they do yorkie they eye up all the time i hate an eye up power play because that what does that mean like a, so you have your your traditional box right and when the puck crosses at the top of the at the blue line the puck crosses center ice you always see all of those guys fold underneath right your top forward mm -hmm. will shadow the puck and the other one folds underneath and that protects you from going back this way which is fine but when you get to an eye up situation you really and so you basically you have your 2d in front and then your two forwards in an eye situation so you're covering the same eyes I never liked that, and I wasn't a penalty killer. Um, but when teams eyed up, I thought it was amazing because you exposed the flanks. And Ottawa gives yeah. way too much to the flanks, don't they? Right, Bob, the, go the back, flanks have go, free range. Go back, go back to the Colorado game. McKinnon, you left McKinnon wide open. Why? And I, I know the shots a little bit from the outside, but still, you give a shooter like that 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 much time, he's gonna yeah. pick his spot. Yeah, the eye, the eye up is tough. This is the thing with Ottawa, and I've been saying this for a while. What they have to get better at. I actually had clipped a play from Colorado. It was it was a Cal it was a Kale McCarr play. Ottawa had shot the puck from the point, and McCarr was boxing out. He saw the shot didn't have a lot of velocity on it, so he read the play, came and put a heavy stick on the ice because it was on the ice and blocked the shot. Ottawa's mm. defense never seemed to do that. They were so concerned with in in the old system. They were so concerned with boxing out. That they would let all those little floaters get to the net. And even the last few games, you see shots that they should be nothing shots. They get to the net because everyone's so concerned with boxing out. And I think that's going to be something they change. I heard Jacques talking about this, of, of creating better layers so the puck can't yes. get through. And then I just, that's a work in progress. When the D have been taught something for so long and the focus on boxing out, I'd like to see them block, block more shots, number one. Eliminate those floating wristers that get to the net. Those have to be blocked. They can't get through. You know what, 
you're so it's so correct too because like those are seemingly innocuous shots they're not supposed to be anything but they create something almost every time oh. your goalie's going to kick it to the corner and you're going to pull one guy from here one guy from here and all of a sudden you're running and this is where you get to that situation where when they're set i don't like the setup i i always as a power play guy i absolutely hate it when you had a forward flush right your top your top forward on the power play would push you down and you had to find a way to open the top of the ice right now yeah. that 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 those top three guys have free reign i mean the mckinnon goal <clears throat> is a perfect example he pushes that into the middle and gets a one-timer that like yeah. should never happen because somebody should be flushing him into the corner making him go up top and he started all over again it just seems like they're not they're wasting energy they're not expending energy yeah if that makes the, sense. Um, well you 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 brought up something right there, Bob. When and you, you, you could probably relate to this. One one thing you hate when you're on the power play is when the team's always pressuring you. Like there's a stick right there, and guys are on you. Guys want the like. If I'm a power play guy, I want the other team to back up. You know what? And 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 a lot of teams do this. They sit there and they stack. But you you give you give a good NHL player power play guy time. He's gonna make a play. I, I would like to see Ottawa get way more aggressive. Like you have those trigger points when the puck goes from the point down to the half guy. I, I liked when it was an go. It's an auto. It's an automatic jump, and then the next guy reads where the next pass is going, and he jumps. And then you then you cause chaos. I just I just find they sit back. It's almost like you're just waiting for something to happen, and it's, and it's gonna happen. Um, and yep. it's I, it's I I get it. Like they've been they've been scored. It's, it's you get so passive because you just don't want to make a mistake, right? Agreed. And I'll say this before we move on, but I think that a good power play after a shot or after an entry, it's supposed to take three quick successive passes, whether they're five feet or 50 feet, right? You're supposed to be three good passes to set up. Ottawa allows one pass, one pass and teams are set up. And that's not, I mean, they get it to the point. The point takes the center of the ice way too easily. I would love for them to cut that off a little more. Um, yeah. But guys that are guys that are running the point in the power play just must be salivated because they're like, I'm just going to kick it to the flank and I'm going to get an apple and we're going to we're going to run the gauntlet, go down the bench, and, <laughs> and then see it later. But it's supposed to take three passes and it takes one. It takes one against the Titans right now. But I, but I would up. think, guys. Last thing, the, Jacques, Alfie, Sexton, Cap. They've had zero time to practice since this coaching change. Zero time. Sure. I, I don't, I, yeah. I, Jacques hasn't been on the ice. I'm not even sure if Jacques can go on the ice too. He's got uh, he's got really bad hips. Eh? So they'll ha- once they, I'm sure today or the other day when they came back or whenever they whenever their first practice is, they're gonna work on that. <laughs> Again, thanks, Tips. Worst worst penalty kill in the league. Of course, you're gonna work on that, but they got to get that sorted out because you can't. You can't continue at this clip. No, I can't. Uh, by the way, Jason York, 12 power play goals, 81 power play points. Uh, yeah. So you do I say me. Know of what you speak. Yeah, but I, I, I killed a lot too. And I just know I love the pressure kill. It just, it, it, it just, yeah. Guys are too good. Guys are too good. If you sit back, you're going to get scored on. Uh, Remember, seven like, short-handed assists in your career. Yeah. Now everybody, um, now everybody utilizes the bumper so much. Like that wasn't a thing when we mm. started, eh? The bumper. No. When I started, it, it was always overload power play with two defensemen and the guy creeping down the backside. Yeah. Now the bumper is just such a big part of the game. And if you can just, if you can hit the bumper, you relieve so much pressure. Ottawa does that very well too. But yeah. 
I, I feel like the bumper guy on the auto PA is wide open to set he things is. up all the time. I would just I would put I would put a guy on the back on the back side of that and and crush that every single time. Yeah, wait, wait, Wally, what year? What year? This was a long time ago when they expanded the uh, the, the offensive zones. Is that something the oh, NHL? I did? think that's out of oh four oh five. Yeah, that was great when they did that because it, 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 that's why the power plays got better. You just you have more time and space to make plays. It's a little tougher to pressure. Yeah, that was 0405. I remember when they did that. Guys were the offensive guys were so happy when that happened. Well, they yep. they also told the goalies they couldn't wear any equipment and made them all small. Remember that? They need to get smaller. Yeah. They need to get smaller again. <laughs> uh, but, all right. It's because Henrik uh, Lundqvist wore a, wore a Michelin suit underneath his gear. Girth. Girth. No, no, no. Your teammate. Your teammate was the worst. Who's that? Which one? Jean Sebastian Jiguer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was bad. Yeah. 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 That's why Ottawa, like they were facing a didn't yeah. like he was ginormous. He was like the Terminator. He Jiggy. was huge. He, he was 160 pounds soaking wet, and then he put his gear on and he was 250. Yeah, like a transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah, he had some big gear, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank God. Gar right. Remember Garth Snow? Garth Snow, like we're going way back. Garth Snow had like those, he had like the uh, the 1990s shoulder pads that the women wore in their suits, make your shoulders go up high. <laughs> they, were like, they were like NFL the, pads, but yeah. He had the Sharon Stone pads. <laughs> Garth, Garth Snow actually counted against the Islanders' cap when he was the GM. That's amazing. That's, that's everybody's goal. That's everybody's goal. <laughs> He's the GM. I thought that was so good. How did he get that GM deep. job so quick? Either like who is who? Like who did he have picks? Well, they, they were already paying him. They were figured, why not? Why not? <laughs> You're the GM. GM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Pietro running the giant. <laughs> uh, all right, so I want to get on to today's game, and that's there's lots to talk about. One is. Uh, Ottawa needs to protect leads. Uh, two, the Sens have allowed four plus goals in seven straight and eight of nine. They've got to start to figure out how to play better defensively. Uh, and Josh Norris, can he get to six straight games uh, with a goal? So I'm going to delve right into as we'll talk about this. Um, we can do the lock of the day and then continue to talk about playing in the Battle of Ontario. So the lock of the day is always brought to you by Botano. Potano.ca uh, is the place to go. It is the 2023 EGR Award winner for both the best sportsbook operator of the year and best in-play sports operator. Um, one of the many ways Potano uh, is celebrating the holidays. Just go in there, check online, all kinds of stuff going on. No deposit required. You only need a Potano account to participate. Potano, uh, where the game starts now. Okay, so uh, they play Toronto today. By the way, Toronto, the third highest scoring team in the league, fourth best power play at home, but they haven't played great of late. I'm just going to, I'm trying to look a little positive here. They haven't played great of late. So maybe there's a chance for Ottawa, Jason York. You're telling me there's a chance here. Yeah, I think so. I think there's a chance. Um, we're not doing lock of the day yet. Are we willing? We're just, yeah, we are. Cause we're, we're eventually, we're just going to keep talking about playing the Leafs tonight. And so I'm just going to get lock of the day in so we can continue on our conversation. I wasn't ready for this. I need time to. I was time to mull things over. First game back after Christmas. Do we know who's starting in nets yet? Do we know who's the well? It's goal? oh, listen. Anton Forsberg, I think, has played one away game, mm -hmm. so I think it's pretty safe to say it's Jonas Corpusalo. 
You think so? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't I, Forsberg just won, right? Forsberg just won. Corpusella For, wasn't. Forsberg's save percentage, again, was 880-something, I think. Like, like, let's not crown him a shutout here. Well, you you blew you like you blew a couple of leads before that with with Corpusello and he played well to start to get and frustrating thing with Corpusello he plays so well when they're getting bombarded and just it's like ah he's like the goalie from Slapshot he's everywhere he's Denny Lemieux there he's exhausted and then all of a sudden the clunker goes in somehow I don't know if he's playing for sure it could be Forsberg it, it, uh, it I very be, well it, I'd be shocked I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. But uh, in saying that, first game back from the break, Toronto, they're hungry. I don't know, Matthews, though? Do you think Matthews went all the way back to Arizona, Bob? Do you think he got on the bird and uh, went back home? That's wow. what I need. Mean. We need to... I think he, with, with what he's making and how he's scored, I'm hoping he got his own bird. He's on the He's on the. He's on the PJ, yeah. hey, for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's on got the private jet line. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would... I mean, I'm going to let you go first, but the first game back is such a crapshoot. Who had too much red wine over the holidays? Right. Who so, ate too much turkey? <laughs> we're going to get to that. I've got some notes. Before to you, first before you go to that, do you guys remember Postonac's first game back in Ottawa last year? Yes, I was there. He was goddamn awful. Yeah, yeah guys, guys still... Guy stole on holiday, so you never know. You never know who's having a good time. So <laughs> he was horrendous. I the Leafs, the Leafs are they're not in a comfortable spot, but Ottawa has to be a lot more desperate than Toronto right now. They 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 can't they can't start off losing. I think Jacques is going to have these guys prepared, and defensively they're going to be better to start this game than Toronto. Toronto is going to, yeah, like I said. Matthews on the pr- private jet, having a great time. Probably drinking his face off when he got back to Arizona. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm taking Ottawa. I just think Ottawa can't afford wow. to lose this. Ottawa can't afford to lose this game, and I think they're going to be the tighter team defensively. And uh, you know, maybe that OT winner has loosened uh, Timmy up a little bit. Maybe he's not going to be gripping the stick as tight. I love. How Batherson and Norris are playing right now. And after we do the lock, I want to I want to get into that a little bit more after we do the lock. But I'm gonna take Ottawa. Okay. So Bob, I got a note for you that I didn't give to Yorkie that may change your mind. Okay. Jonas Corpusalo is four in one in Toronto. Okay, then he's starting. I didn't know that. And then he's starting for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't leave and that you're still out. Ottawa? I can leave listen, Yorkie. If I do my work, I can leave whatever I want out. That's, that's why this it's betting true. is bull. That's why this is bullshit. Like I need facts. <laughs> I um, I'm I'm. You know what? It's time for Brady Kachuk to insert himself in the Battle of Ontario. He has not been himself the two games that they played the the Maple Leafs. Um, and maybe it's because of the style that the Maple Leafs play. It doesn't necessarily suit Brady from the top of the circle down. But he hasn't been good both times they've played. He's sitting on 299 career points. I think he gets 300 tonight. I think he brings himself into the series. I think it's easier to go on the road the first game out of the break. Um, maybe not traditionally in the sense that they didn't travel yesterday. They traveled today. It makes it a long day. Um, Brady's going to insert himself, but I'm, I'm going to take Toronto. I think it's 
I, I think it's easier to play on the road to get away from the distractions, but at the same time, you're comfortable playing at home. So it's kind of that catch 22. I like the home teams traditionally on the big game after Christmas. So I'm going to take Toronto because I'm a gambler and I hate, I hate saying it. I hate saying it. I, hate, uh, I get like, I get, I get, I still get fired up thinking about it. I hate them so much, but I'm, I'm just <laughs> going to be gambling here. <laughs> um, Toronto, Toronto tonight, because you can't be the worst power penalty kill in the league and play a power play that well. Austin Matthews has got 12 goals in his last seven games, right? Yes. Like he's on a, he's, he's playing on a different level. Both, both Austin Matthews and Josh Norris hated this break. Hated this break as goal scorers because you want to yeah. continue to ride that, and this breaks it up. But um, I'm I'm taking Toronto at home. I take the home team. Toronto hasn't played well though of late. They've given up 21 goals in the last five games. Neither of the Sens. <laughs> it's a pillow. Fight. I know, but <laughs> but I, I I think if Ottawa can get out on the road and get going, I think they have a chance here. Only because I think Toronto won't show them the same respect. What if they respect. take five penalties? What if, what if Ottawa takes five penalties? Well, Jacques won't let that happen. They took seven last game. You let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> they took seven. God, I hate when you read the stat sheets. God. <laughs> they're, not, they're not going one for seven like Pitt, Pittsburgh. Yes, I know. That's, no, no. It's it's an interesting one because this is a game where you're like, well, maybe it's the trap game for the Leafs. They're playing pretty good. They're sitting up at the top. Just pick a team for God's sake. It's not that hard. Let's go. I'm trying to tell people. I'm trying to let people understand that we do try to dissect this a little. Brady Kachuk has zero points in the Battle of Ontario yeah. this year. Had a had a big night last game against wow. Pittsburgh though. He did, but how often can you say Brady Chuck Brady Kachuk's not involved in a game? Both times they've played the Leafs, he was not involved. Yeah. He doesn't look like himself, and I think it's the style just doesn't fit. Yeah, yep. it's not a heavy game anymore. Well, that's the thing. It's not a battle of Ontario. We play it up as a battle. It's not. Well, Bob, it's just another, it feels like it's another game against a team. Who who can yeah. he like when he plays the Rangers? He he can uh, he can battle it out with Truba. Uh, but who 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 can you really hate if you're Brady Kachuk on Toronto that you can get into it's it like, with? Like he he gives you a big yeah. hit, you give him back a big hit. Maybe you fight him. Like nobody. Yeah, really. gonna get, yeah. Jordan Giordano's going, forty. Giordano's forty. <laughs> like Morgan Riley's one of the friendliest like, guys in the league. Matthews Domi's their penalty minute leader. Matthews is a hundred percent cutting deals with Brady on the ice, like a hundred percent. Jake like, McCabe. Brady, yeah, you should have been seeing Arizona was great on the break, man. I had a great time. Oh, really? He's for sure he's cutting deals. And then the little the yeah. little guy there, what's his name there? The forgetting his name. He's like, who 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 are you? Who are you going are you to get Marner? involved with? Marner, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I, I, why are we even discussing Mitch Marner? Because it's like he's how's Brady gonna get into it with him? Like it's he's not. It's gonna have yeah. to be like Max Domi, Jake McCabe. 
Maybe your buddy Bertuzzi. And, and Bertuzzi. we talked about this. Yeah. Oh, Bert, man. What a, that's one of my favorite guys of yeah. all time. Brady <laughs> needs, needs, needs to target Bert and get in. But Bert doesn't wake up till the playoffs. So, like, what's he going to do with Bert, right? Like, he's a playoff. No. You know, actually, Bert's one of those guys you just kind of want to let that sleeping dog lie because if he gets all fired up, he's going to go off. He, he's 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 capable. Um, you, you love him, <laughs> yeah, right? I love yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> Why do you I, love Bertuzzi? You got, you got a story? Uh, I got a bunch of stories, but I'm not going to tell any. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I we went up to Arcadia Bluffs, right? So I was going up there on my own. Um, I wanted to I wanted to play this course. It was a month before the season started, so I called Larks. And I said, hey, I'm going to go up there. Do you know anything about the area? Like, I'm just looking for a place for dinner. I was going to go stay the night, play the course in the morning. Lars calls me and goes, you want some company? And I was like, well, I don't want to put you guys out. Like, I know you're all, you all live here. I have no family in town. He's like, oh, no, we got it. So I show up in the morning. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. The deal was we were driving the workout, and then we were going to go up to Arcadia Bluffs. We're driving at 6 o'clock in the morning, and Bert goes, I just feel like we should just start going now. <laughs> so, so I hadn't even met any of the team yet. We just... We're like, all right, we're not going to work out. We're going to drive up to Arcadia Bluffs. We pull into the golf uh, shop after we played 18, we played almost 27 holes right up until dark. I'm driving the golf cart. We pull up and the guy's like, I've never seen this many, and I'm sober. We, we've never seen this many beers in one golf cart. And we're like, oops. <laughs> we, there was, we played 27 holes. There was 19 to 20 beers in there. And, and we pull up and the guy's like, uh, are any of you driving home? And I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> so I'm like, that guy crushed 20 beers in 27 holes. One of my favorite, like just, and does it so nonchalantly. He's a good Sudbury boy. <laughs> oh my god! But, I had him yeah, at the world. Full of one, uh, like full of one miners uh, too. The the, uh, the game just before the world's just before COVID. He and Matthew Joseph both on that team, and Joseph hadn't been traded to Ottawa yet. Those two were two of my favorite people on that team. Just they were kind of like the twelfth, thirteenth forward, but they loved being there. They were just really, really good to be around. I really like Bertuzzi. Yeah. Is that is is he's one of my yeah, absolutely one of my favorite guys that I've ever played with. Just always happy, always at the rink, always running the beer on the guys, whatever the guys are like. Just a complete locker room guy. Um, now, and and people well, forget how far that goes. That goes so far, Yorkie. Mm-hmm. When, how many when you're looking for contracts, does, does Tyler Bertuzzi have in the last 15 games? How many what? P- penalty Bulls? minutes. I have no idea. It can't be many. He, he's kind of changed his game a little bit this year. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the same. Yeah. So, it's like I, I, he played with a different edge, and I think yeah. I I think when he played with Larkin was when he was at his best. I would say yes, they really complemented each other, and I don't know that he's found that fit there. I thought Boston I he was good for a bit. Yeah, well, very good. It seems he's great it in seems, playoffs. It seems when you get to Toronto, no matter what kind of player you are. You get sucked into that whole thing that all their top guys are trying to do of control the puck, making plays, making fancy plays. Because if you, I've been to watch a couple of their practices over the years. I think I might have told you guys this story. It's they have like five skills coaches on the ice. They've got three skating coaches with iPads on. It's like they're always working on skill, 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 skill. It's skill all the time, and you know that's why they're one of the most skilled teams. So you get there, you're like shit. I better play like the rest of these guys, and you forget you forget what you are as a player, and all of a sudden you become soft like the rest of that team. 
I don't argue with you. That's for sure. They're uh, they're they're a great regular season team at the moment. That Samsonov, did you hear his comments? No. He he made comments after one of the games. It may have been his last one, where he doesn't. He goes, "It's nothing to do with my game itself. Like fundamentally, I'm fine. It's just in my head." Yeah. And when you hear a goal, I just for me when I hear a goalie go, ah, "It's all in my head," he's in a he's in trouble. The other, the last thing in Toronto, Bob, when you're there, when you're there, you are worshipped so much wherever, like I always joke about Toronto, even the worst. Tell that to Larry Murphy. But even though, yeah, that was different back then. That was back when everybody was angry and and, and they they had, it was a mess. But now, nowadays, like nobody celebrates losing in mediocrity better than the city of Toronto. And if you're, if you're a guy that's on the fifth line, you got a, you got a car deal. You're eating for free, like you're doing commercial. It doesn't matter. So imagine you go everywhere you go in the city. Everyone's telling you how great you are. Like it's it's uh, you know it gets to your head, and then you end up you end up becoming complacent. Yeah, and then on top of well, it's it's hard to become complacent when the media is so brutal too. So it's like a, such a fine line. You're either one way or the other, right? Um, and Samsonov is the other right now. <laughs> Nobody's worshiping him right now. Um, he is. There's in New York. I mean, you played for a long time. There's nothing worse than when you're not mentally where you need to be. Like go, like I, I, I've been on slumps, right? Where you're going out there and you're like, I don't know, I don't know what my game is going to give me tonight. And as a goalie, I couldn't imagine that pressure <laughs> where I'm, I'm fundamentally I'm okay, but I'm mentally a mess. Like I, I. I I've played like that. It's hard. It's hard to play like that. And I couldn't imagine being in that fishbowl and being as bad as he's been and mentally not engaged. Like he's not, he's not mentally not engaged. He's mentally not correct. That's man. That's pressure. That's pressure to a different level. Is he starting tonight? I might change my pick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me check. I, I, I'm not sure, but by the way, I'm taking, uh, you're taking, taking Ottawa to win this one. You're taking the Leafs Who? now. You guys were both Leafs. Leafs, yeah, Leafs. I'm taking the Leafs. I, I just Ottawa. I don't know how you shut down that offense with the way Ottawa plays defense lately. Like they need yeah. both of their goalies. By the way, are in the lower like ten goalies of save percentage. It's out of like sixty. They just and I'm not blaming the goalies for, per se, but they need a guy to stand on his head every night to win. And if they don't, then they're in trouble. And I think that they're they're just not going to have a guy stand on his head tonight. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, here's a question. Here, here's here's a question for you guys. What do you think Ridley Gregg's face-off percentage is? It's a loaded. Sixty-two percent. Forty-eight. Thirty-nine point eight. But how think, many draws what, is he taking though? He takes some. Like he's on that he's on he's on that third line. Like, like when he plays with Tarasenko or whoever he was playing with before, like he's taking draws. What do you think Timmy uh, Stutzla's faceoff percentages? Yeah, but Timmy Stutzla doesn't he, take faceoffs. Yes, he does. Sometimes he oh. does. Well, the ones he he's, does he's take, he's forty. It. He's forty-three percent. Uh, it's, it's he took eleven faceoffs in the last game. He was twenty-seven percent. 27, 11, so there you go. You just you... Ridley Gregg took six faceoffs. That's a lot of draws. They took 61 draws. So what? 17. Oh, he's taking 
Yeah. Anyways, I'm just saying <laughs> that that's an issue. That's an issue. Like you, I, you I agree. Get it's a, on, it's you somewhat of an issue. It's Ridley it's Gray big, not winning draws to me isn't as big as Tim Stutzla, but Tim Stutzla yeah. allows Claude Giroux to come in and take draws. Yes, he does. Not all the time. But I'm Brady saying, Kachuk, I would too. So <laughs> then why don't you ask about Brady Kachuk's draws? He's six and he was six of eight, seventy five percent last yeah, game. He only takes them on the backhand, then so we better pray every time they're on the backhand side. Um, but the point is, the point is, if you don't start with the puck against Toronto, it's tough because Toronto is not giving it back. They, I, so I, there's very few games. There, there's very few games to me, like where you can actually say face-offs dictate it. But when you're playing at Toronto, it does because it's a puck possession game as opposed to a dump and chase or more of a it's a puck yeah. possession game. So very few games that I would agree with whether or not face-offs matter. I played with Getzoff for the war for a long time. One of the worst centers I've ever had. <laughs> He's he terrible to, on drugs. He used to get up. Oh man. He used to get up to the faceoff and just look at me and go, like, go, go get on your horse. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. And and like never cared if he got kicked out because he's like I was losing it anyway. <laughs> so, um, but it's it's very very important to play. Like I, we didn't match up against well against Detroit because it's a puck possession game. You need to start with the puck against certain teams. And Toronto's so one of them. So I might change my pick. Clark is, change my pick. The, the Toronto is going to take a lot of faceoffs tonight. The Toronto Maple Leafs are the third best home face-off percentage team at 54.2%. Oh Hold on. Before this show's over, I might change my pick. <laughs> Stay tuned. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're locked in now. I, okay, so here's the last big topic I have. Well, hold on. Uh, before we go, uh, to switch on, does Josh Norris pick up goal in the sixth straight game tonight? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What do you think, Bob? No, they froze the kicker. They froze the kicker. Nah, they yeah. froze him. <laughs> there's, there's nothing worse than when you're on a tear like he's been on and then you get a four-day break, or three-day, whatever it is. It just yeah. it sucks, and, and it's hard to get back to it. Um, 
not just a not, break. Like this is Christmas is a whole different yeah. world. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, 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 mm. yeah. It's tough to it's tough to continue where you left off. Um, I would love to see him do it because it's a it's a hell of a run he's been on. But no, I don't see it. Two two players that have benefited the most up front from this coaching change: Norris and Batherson. Agreed. Norris, and not yeah, just agreed. the points. Two players that have taken that have that are having a hard time adjusting: Brady and Timmy. It's amazing when you look at it. The yeah. two players that that the DJ love the most up front, Timmy and Brady, and you can see when you make a coaching change, Norris and Batherson are probably. You know what? This is my opportunity to move up in the eyes here of uh, of this new coaching staff and prove something. That's so it's been it's the change has been really good for those two guys. And the points aside, yeah. I just I like how Norris is playing right now. He seems like he's. Just seems like I never want to say harder because guys always want to. Guys always play hard. I don't care what anybody says. There's different degrees of hardness, but I just think those two are smart guys, and they've realized because whenever things would go poorly, Batherson would always be the guy that would get bumped down the lineup. Right when when DJ when DJ switched things around, it was always Batherson. You know what? You're going down. If we're gonna make a move. It was always you, and now you could see a light's kind of gone off in his head. This is an opportunity for me to really get to the next level. And you look at the that overtime winner, and I, we haven't really talked about that much from the Pittsburgh game. That play he makes to Switzerland on the overtime winner is another one of those plays where Drake Batherson makes guys around him better. He did he did it the last time Timmy knocked it out of the air. It was another beautiful pass. He doesn't get enough credit. Bob, I know you bring it up, but people don't give him enough credit for what a good playmaker he is. That's bringing guys for those kind of opportunities. So I, I, I think those two players have, have jumped up their game since this coaching change. So it's uh, they're smart guys. They really understand that. Yeah, Drake's right. had a really, really, really good way of drawing guys to him to make plays around them. Like guys just defenders gravitate towards him, and he just makes those little five foot passes as well as anybody that I've seen in a long time. He's phenomenal at it. So, uh, I know he gets demonized sometimes with that plus minus, and he's got to get a little better going out to the point. <laughs> he's, at, he's even now. He's, he's even. even on the yeah, air. That's it. Yeah. A couple of bogeys on the way in. So, um, <laughs> Josh Norris has scored in four of his last eight versus Toronto, if that matters. Uh, only six players in Ottawa Senators history have recorded uh, streaks of goal streaks of six games or more. Uh, Connor Brown, Jason Spezza, both with eight. Drake Batherson, Danny Heatley, Daniel Alfredson. Bob Kadelski have all scored in uh, six straight games. All right. So I want the last topic I want to get to right now. <laughs> what's that? Who, who, what's How that? that? Connor, Connor, Connor Brown's a healthy scratch out in Edmonton, isn't he? I know. No. I Is know he I really? Like, oh, yeah. He's, like, he's been healthy, healthy two or the last three or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, yeah. Uh, and he's not, a, he's not a, an incentive laden contract too, right? He signed for the, for the yeah. minimum and what games played, isn't it? He's also yeah. getting a bonus yeah, or whatever, that, but yeah. Not to not to pile on him, but you want to talk about a uh, – you said this a couple of shows ago. Coaches have their guys, and he was yeah. DJ's guy and played him yeah. 21 minutes a night. Didn't matter what yeah. it was going, and of course he put numbers up. You're going to at 21, but then you look at it, it's just – yeah. it's, just it's just that league, right? It's just a league. That, but that knee I, – yeah, I wonder how much the knee injury has an impact. That took him out for the season. But. Absolutely. Yeah, it had to have, yeah. yeah. Good uh, player, though. Okay, so here's the last topic I want to get to, and you guys, <laughs> I've looked up the numbers. Uh, so it's part of our Wendy's Did You Know today. So 
Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and Daily Faceoff. Go to dailyfaceoff.com and uh, start in with the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool. For those of you who smoke the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team-building skills. Download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab sweet victory from the mouth-watering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never-frozen beef. Uh, sign up to play Daily Faceoff to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Wendy's, we keep it fresh. Okay, so here we go. Games on the, so the NHL eliminated December 26th games back in 2011. So since then, the Sens are 2-4-1 and one on games played on December 27th. Uh, on the road, they are winless. <laughs> Yorkie. Uh, <laughs> just thought I'd throw, anyway. Uh, so people don't know, uh, the rule is now you fly on the 27th. You don't, you're not allowed to practice on the 24th, 25th, 26th. So you fly on the 27th and you land early, usually in the city. If you're playing there, go to the hotel, have a nap and then go at the rink. Use it. There's no skate. I don't, I can't remember if there's a skate or not. Bob, do you remember? Yeah. I, when I was in Anaheim, we religiously played against San Jose on the 26th. And it's the longest day of the year um, of the regular season. Anyway, Guy Boucher never skated. I remember we went right to the game um, yeah. when we played against the Rangers one time. We were up 3 nothing, like with 10 minutes to go in the first and we lost. <laughs> but anyway, most teams will go at 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, whatever, skate, and then go to the hotel. So I would imagine those guys would be skating at 11.30 today. You generally do. Yep. It is a f- short flight. Especially too, with so. a 40-minute 40, 40 flight. Yeah, they're yeah. skating at 11.30 for sure. Guys will feel so weird if they don't. They haven't been on the ice since the twenty third. <laughs> they jump right onto the pregame warm up at uh, seven o'clock or whatever six thirty. You'd feel awful. I'll never forget when Guy uh, Guy made us do it against the Rangers, and we were like trying to get your bearings and warm up. <laughs> like, that, like, how's the puck sliding? How's this going? Like, and then we, I think Boro scored that game if I remember correctly. So we were like, you oh, remember Boro and yeah. Cece both scored their first yeah. of the year that game. Yeah, and then they were like, "This is the best idea ever." And the rest of us up, yeah, we're supposed to score, and we're like, "This is the worst." <laughs> Where my I left my hands at the hotel. <laughs> I'm a big believer. I'm a big believer in the skate. I need I need to feel the puck, especially after three days off where you're not allowed to skate. Um, so I would I would assume they're skating. It's the hard. It's the hardest game of the year. It's just it's a hard hard game to play. Um, Whether you're the way, or not, it doesn't matter. That Boro game, or that game, I think Boro left that game. He got crushed in the corner, left with a concussion mm-hmm. later in that game. Like, that game had everything it felt like. Um, yeah. All right. So, yeah. I have looked up your numbers from games in your first game back uh, of what they were and how many games you Can't played. So, Bobby, your record, team record, is 2-3-2 and two on December 27th games. How many points did Bobby Ryan have in those seven games? Without without the December 26th ones, because I used to play in a lot of those. I don't – so I went through. I don't have you in a December 26th game. I'll say four. Oh, I definitely did because I remember because I was over at Bruno's house for Christmas Day. <laughs> <You're>, ah, <laughs> nice. The old Anaheim White House. I, Oh yeah, I was at Bruno's house for the twelve course Italian meal, and then had to fly up to San Jose the next day to play. And I was on the plane like this, going, "I knew, 
I knew I should have done the wine pairing. <laughs> I was like 22 years old, 23 years old. I was like, this is not good. Um, but I, so yeah. I don't have you in one game played on the 26th of December in your official game by game stats. There's a hundred percent Edmonton. December 27th, 07 is at Edmonton. And December 27th, 08 is at Dallas. Yeah, no, I'm I'm 100% positive. I I have played a day after Christmas game. There's no way that this they must have erased it. I was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna so, go with two two points. I don't know. <laughs> in seven games, you had four points. You had four yes, six. I was right. Oh, that's it. A guilty guy. <laughs> so Yorkie, uh -huh. you. Four, four, one, and one tie, because you're a little older. That's ten games. Um, you played one, two, three, four, five, six. December twenty seven, December twenty six games. No, I'm sorry, six. And then the other ones were December twenty seventh. How many points did you have, Jason York? How many games were? What do you got? Like four. Ten games. games. Four, Nine. four, one, and one. Nine. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with three. You did have three points. You also did something that Bobby Ryan never did, score a goal. Yeah, One baby. goal, two assists, three points. So clean. You got a float, floater goes through. Oh, scored yeah. it with Anaheim, by the way. Oh, yeah. The, the best part about it, though, the, goal, the game you scored that goal in, uh, December 27th, 1995, your team lost seven to one. Nice. <laughs> you know what's funny uh i showed uh mike we we're down in the basement the other day because we we're at my brother's house the other day my brother jeff has an unbelievable stick collection so we came back to look at mine and my kids are like how the hell did you play hockey with this stick it's got like it's the it's the two-piece bob with the uh the uh, composite the shaft yeah. and the, the wood blade and the blade is like it's an old sherwood blade with an awful curve and it's so bottom heavy my kids are like yeah. How did you use this? I have no idea. Like so it's so, <laughs> it's a, so bad. The question I have, boys, uh, which maybe I should have started a long time ago, is what's it like to play in these games? They almost feel gimmicky, don't they? But that's the problem is somebody's walking away with two points. So it's it, I don't, it's the same with the outdoor game when you're like, this game sucks. Like you, That's how you feel playing it because nothing feels normal. Um, and I would hate to be in a rivalry game right out of the break. I would hate that. It would get you more engaged for sure, but at the same time, like you want you want both teams to be playing their best hockey and going into that game, not out of a break. Um, it's hard to manufacture a hate level when you've been off for three days, isn't it? Yorkie, I always found that anyway. It's hard to like, it's hard to get it's hard to get engaged. Um, so I I never enjoyed them, but it's just you have to find a way to you have to find a way to get yourself involved. Yeah, I'll tell you this, I. I always enjoyed playing. I just hated, I, I, I despised practicing. <laughs> so anytime we yeah. ever played, I was happy. Like you're in the dressing room, you're with the guys, especially when you travel. Like I loved to get on the bird, play. I loved an away game after the break. You, you, you've been home for three days. It's been chaotic. There's, and and uh, it's your ear. Probably the biggest thing I miss about playing the league, Bob, is private plane 
go to a beautiful hotel. Like guys say how hard the travel is in the NHL. Like I beg to differ. <laughs> you're yeah, you're basically you're flying on a floating lounge with first class seats, massive things, people delivering yeah. you drinks, the cards are waiting, the chips are stacked. You get to the rink, it's checking beautiful. into the Ritz Carlton. Checking into the Ritz. <laughs> My God, going to a massive pregame. I st- my kids still don't believe me when I told them how much shit we used to eat. Like, it's unbelievable. And you get to the game and you play. It's the never, the ne- NHL stands for the never hungry league. And so uh, I love it. I love playing after Christmas because it was your back playing again. I loved it. You're just trying not to peel the tires in the driveway, huh? For the <laughs> <laughs> you, you left out, Yorkie, that when you. When you land in Ottawa and it's miserable at two in the morning and it's snowing, how your car care. is running and heated and you just walk to your nice uh, warm car not, and drive on. Not, just stop it's it so with the tra- yeah. Just stop it with how hard the travel is and blah blah blah. It's do, well, do you remember Dallas Eakins? He came in as a head coach in Edmonton. Yeah. And then he decided he was gonna change the food for the media in the press box. Did he? he yeah, he took out like any kind of donuts and stuff and he made sure it was like fruit bars or granola bars and protein bars and apples or whatever like yeah dallas that's that's not going to help you win over any fan here's the thing if you if you come in and you start changing shit you 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 better sure as hell win yes because if you do all those things and you lose people aren't gonna like you yes that's exactly no time for you um, Yorkie, I will say before we go, uh, your thoughts on seeing Jacques Martin behind the bench and getting that first win and what you think it means to him. Nostalgia. Just seeing him back there at age 71. Um, hey, there he is. That's just from Big Rick. Hey, Big Rick, by the way. Nice little chat about how Jacques gets his first win. And I popped know. Up. Hey, Big Rick was on fire during the holidays with his gift game and pitchers, so he's got the count there. But, uh, no, it's been... I'll say this about Josh. Listening to him doing his interviews, he has loosened up a ton. He's given, he's way more insightful when you listen to him talk. He just seems to really be enjoying the moment. An older guy, like back in the game, who would have thought? So I'm, I'm really happy for him. And uh, I always say this when I coached Junior A for uh, five years, Bob, and you can, I ran all Jacques' drills because they were so good. So I'm extremely excited for him. Uh, hope he gets. Hope he can get going here with some wins. But it was a, it was a kind of a warm and fuzzy feeling, Wally, because I yeah, spent a lot I of agree. time with the men. I spent a lot of time with them. Respect the hell out of them. I like to joke around and call him the count or whatever. But he is, he is a tremendous hockey man, and I'm I'm super psyched for him. The one thing I appreciated, or sorry, I just noticed him standing behind the bench, regardless it's been 12 years or whatever. Yeah. He commanded that bench. He had he all the confidence in the world to be yeah. in there. And I can just think as a player, that's exactly what you want behind the bench. The guy that's yeah. not, he doesn't waffle on anything. He knows no. exactly what yeah. he wants. Bob, 100%. Bob, he just, like, he ran, when I was playing, he ran the entire bench. Like, he knew exactly. Really? Yeah, like, the D coach ran it, but Jock would come back, and he would know exactly what was going on. Who needed a kick in the ass? Who who he? This guy's done. Shut this guy down, or this or that, or just, just very aware of everything that's going on. Yeah, important. All right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm looking, we'll for, I'm we looking forward again. to the same time. We're at, we're at yeah. the hour part here. Where I can tell Bob, we're at the one hour mark. What the oh, one answer the words are coming? 
I'll pull this photo off fast. Look at that quaff I got going there. What year is that, Bob? <laughs> where, where, okay, that's that's a young Bob Ryan, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. My forehead's kind of running with my hairline's running away from the forehead there on that one. So <laughs> I need a better comb over. <laughs> uh, I look great. Good. Well, I'm going to go buy furniture, gentlemen. That's my day. You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see if you're in a different location tomorrow with better internet. Uh, if everything goes well, I should be. That'll be our Christmas gift or your Christmas gift to us. Yep, a brand new podcast setup. <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow, 9 a.m., everybody. You, Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.